0: you're listening to a life-changing podcast that does a deep dive into what's behind the silence the truth no one wants to talk about featuring two thought-provoking professional coaches who specialize in linguistic patterns of thought feelings and behavior as NLP practitioners certified and life-changing the dynamic duel, Stacy Cutright and Stephanie Demmel Welcome back, everyone, to what's behind the silence, the truth no one wants to talk about. Here we are with my fabulous co-host, Stacy Cutright. How are you today, Stacy? I'm good, and how are you today, Steph? Good. Are you excited to talk about listening today?
1: Absolutely. You know, this is kind of one of your, um, I'm going to say, and, you know, I've been able to learn a lot through, um, through you know, listening to you. And learning from you. And if I may point out um kind of an example of something that you allowed me to the gift of learning from you. Sure. Oh. Um, so this we were doing um, I think it was a live. And you know, I wasn't, I didn't even have the awareness that, you know, A, I cut you off. And B, you know, really, I wasn't effectively listening because when I cut you off, I had my own thoughts that I wanted to express and get out. And so, you know, I just wanted to bring out before we we enter in, just an example. And, you know, I, I like to bring out also some personal examples of ourselves. So, you know, our listeners understand daily, we practice this stuff ourselves we do so it's it's not like i do as i say it's that we are doing this to create the changes in our life and i had a client say to me last night like how do i get to where you are like oh my god this just seems so big i i i i I don't even know how to get there and i said it's one percent better each day it's practice
0: it is i've been
1: doing this for years and Mm -hmm. so anyway let's have you start the show
0: yeah so we're going to talk about listening today and you know this is a lesson that i just taught recently to the uh, students the clc class the certified life coach students that i teach and you know during that lesson you know i was talking about what a gift listening can be and it's one of the greatest gifts that you can give somebody is listening and you know I'm gonna start with this alarming fact. There's been some research done over the years, just recent years, about how well we listen around the globe. And it was alarming, but the statistics that they found was that people listen and they hear about twenty-five percent of what you say. Twenty-five percent. That means the other seventy-five percent of what you're saying just choof, out the window. And so and the researchers also said that the United States is the worst we have the we have the hardest time listening to people in the United States, and you know we can come up with a million reasons why that is, but it just boils down to why aren't we listening, and why are we choosing not to listen and listening is such a gift that um you know you never know when that listening might save somebody's life it might mend the fences when you're having problems in a relationship it might keep frustration out of the equation in family dynamics and things like that so we're going to talk about listening and i wanted to start with talking about how you know it is a skill listening is is a skill you can practice stacy i was Horrible at listening. When I worked at FedEx, I didn't have to listen a whole lot because I was always trying to solve the problems going on and, you know, what was going on. Sure, did I listen? Uh, Yeah, but probably not the way I listen now. You know, and, you know, my relationship with Carissa, you know, we the first four or five years uh, we were together, I was a terrible listener. And I'll tell you why I was a terrible listener. Because I wasn't listening for understanding. I was listening to solve problems. And that caused a lot of friction and frustration. And so, and that's what I did at FedEx. I, was, I always solved problems. So I had a misconception, or sorry, misperception of what listening was. And, you know, let's get your thoughts on that uh, real quick before we move into the four types of listening. What do you think?
1: Well, I, like you, in, in, with Ron and I, I found myself listening, not to understand, listening to respond, listening to, you know, you say problem solving, me putting my agenda, what my thoughts were, instead of having understanding. And what I feel is when we are effective listeners and good listeners, we learn a lot. Mm -hmm. We learn a lot that will benefit us and, and help us grow. And so, you know, I'm excited about this topic because I, I didn't really realize the power that, you know, effective listening can, you know, the benefits it can bring to our life in working with others, you know, how perceive us, you know, the, the bond or safe feeling that people get in, in those relationships with us. And you know it is so important. I think we lost you there, Stacy. Oh, I there was you before, are. I was just saying that this, you know, I'm uh, today. Excuse us, you know, uh, Carissa got or uh, Stephanie got um, fiber optic, and the lines were laid in front of my house, and I'm still waiting. So I'm a little bit jealous, so today <laughs> we've had some issues with, with cutting out, so please excuse us. So I was just saying that effective listening is so important in our life.
0: Yeah, you know, when we're listening to each other, it's so interesting how we can hear a word or we can hear an opinion and we so quickly can turn off our listening because we might not agree with the audience. With the speaker, we might not agree with what they're saying, um, what their opinion is. And it's it's so easy for us these days to turn off our listening. So so we're going to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk about that.
1: You know, here's the other thing that I was thinking about when you when you had shared is that, you know, we want to put our opinions or our bias into it and influence the other individual and the the thing is is that when we are good effective listeners what that also promotes is the feeling of being able to be separate individuals and being able to be unique and what we really are doing is not judging you know we're accepting somebody else where they are and that's a gift too it is so what's the next component we're going to work on
0: well there's four types of listening and you know honestly and, and you know i think you had the four types of listening were a little bit different than the, what i had but i think we should talk about all of them um the first thing you know the first type of listening which i think we're uh, we do a really good job at a lot of times depending on the situation you know talking to my students you know there are times where cosmetic listening comes in. Sometimes um, cosmetic listening is when it looks like you're paying attention, but you're really not. You could even have the best eye contact, but you might be a thousand miles away and you might not, you know, be listening at all. But that's cosmetic listening. And cosmetic listening could be when, you know, somebody's just wanting to vent. They're just venting. And they might just be venting on and on and on and on and, on and you might space out a little bit in that, in that listening space. And that's okay. And, you know, we're human. We're human. We're going to lose. We're going to get distracted. However, if you're trying to, if somebody's talking about something serious and, you know, something that you should be paying attention to, cosmetic listening probably isn't the choice to use at that moment. But then there's that conversational listening. That's, you know, like Stacy and I, we talking. We're kind of bantering back and forth. She talks, I listen, I talk, she listens, and then we have an understanding, we're absorbing, we're processing, we're really, um, we're both engaged in that conversation. And that's where we typically spend most of our time is in that conversational listening. But the two that are most important, if you really want to improve your, your relationships, the relationships around you, is to be either an active listener or a deep listener and being an active listener means that you're in tune you're not thinking about what you're going to say next you're focused on the person you're focused on what they're saying you're asking clarifying questions you're trying to get a deeper understanding of what they're talking about you're not trying to solve anything you're not trying to get your opinion out there you're not trying to voice what's in your head that that's more of an active listener And then if you really wanted to move into a really, um, I guess the highest level of listening would be deep listening. And that's almost where it's a meditative state. That's where you literally, nothing can distract you. Your phone can't, can't distract you. The dog barking outside your window can't distract you. The truck banging down the road can't distract you. Nothing can distract you. In fact, the only thing that can distract you is the speaker themselves by asking you a question or or breaking that state of almost it's like a telepathic meditation going on because you're listening at such a deep level and you're hearing every word and you're really in tune with what they're saying and and you're trying to become as curious as possible about what they're talking about so that's when you're really you have a clean mind there's nothing going on up there you have no internal noise and no external noise. And so those are like the four levels. But I think you had a couple other types of listening too, Stacy.
1: Well, I, yes. And I, I think that they also tie in a lot. So I don't want to repetitive, you know, uh, beat these, um, you know, the band on them. You know, you bring up so many good topics. You know, one thing that you were explaining, you know, when we go back in and forth is when when I listen or you listen to me, it strikes up maybe something that you wouldn't have said or I wouldn't have said that can bring value. So when we listen to others, it it makes us think of our thoughts too Mm -hmm. after that individual has kind of stopped. And it's a way of processing, processing through you know our feelings or our thoughts effectively with others. And I don't think that we even look at effectively listening. We, we oftentimes look at listening to others. However, it can also work with ourselves. You know, how, how much are we really in tune? Because effective listening is really being in tune, being present. And how often are we really that together, you know, with ourselves? And so that's just another topic that I kind of wanted to, to, you know, bring up. And, you know, the power of asking questions is huge, is huge to gain that understanding. And I I think that's one thing that we really struggle with in society right now is to look to find clarity in, in understanding others. I would agree. I do.
0: You know, it, oh, will go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, nope. Go ahead.
0: I, I, I feel like, you know, when you, you know, there's, there's people that are aware, you know, and so they pay attention to the nonverbal cues when somebody's talking and, you know, sometimes it, it this correlates right with what you said. I was just talking to a client the other day who who gets upset or stop just completely shuts down and stops talking because when she notices somebody glazing over she immediately assumes that they're not listening or they're not interested in what she's saying but what you said was that when we're talking and we're having that conversational type listening we're going back and forth sometimes our mind does like you might say something and it might trigger something in my head about maybe i gotta go do something after we get done talking or maybe it was something that maybe it's an old memory you brought up so like whatever you said might distract us distract me for that moment but it doesn't mean that it was i'm not interested in you and it's not that i'm not interested in listening to you it's just i'm a human being that got distracted by something you said and so you know not personalizing that a lot of times sometimes is helpful too because i know that fights can start arguments can start because somebody can say you're not even listening to me well you know maybe it was something that you said that triggered them their mind to go somewhere else and maybe they haven't practiced that skill of listening so it's not just so easy to say okay you're right I wasn't listening okay let me get back and focused and listen to what you're saying sorry I my mind went somewhere else you know and, and you know that's why it takes a lot of practice to become a good listener. It took me almost a year, year and a half to really practice the skill. And so I think sometimes we do get distracted by just the conversation itself.
1: You know, one thing that you had brought up is is that kind of uh, triggers something in me is that oftentimes we put our perceptions into what the individual is meaning. And so, you know, when we start thinking, this is how I'm taking this, you know, again, ask clarifying questions. You know, this is how I'm perceiving what you said. Am I correct? You know, so just because someone is talking or saying things is look at it as an opportunity to then get, again, the clarity. Because Agreed, our perceptions yeah. are not always the reality. That, that's the truth.
0: Yeah, because we tie them back to our own personal experience.
1: Absolutely. And then it, what does it do? It leads into misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. It leads into conflict. It le- if we don't have the skills of conflict resolution, healthy conflict resolution, you know, it, it just spirals down and so a lot of these things that we talk about you know are building blocks you know where we we see whether it's clients or just out in, in the public or we you know engaging with others where we're struggling as a society and i know that you know I, I somebody had brought up to me that they don't listen to our podcast anymore because they feel we're negative that we're not positive or upbeat and, you know, Stephanie's and I's, um, you know, goal is yes, to bring up these difficult topics, however, to end it with solutions, how we can move through. Mm-hmm. And so in why I bring up this example is this individual really isn't using the skill of, of active listening and listening to understand they're just listening to have their perception based on their experience. So that's, that's why I bring that up. I think that's a, that's
0: a really good point. And, um, you know, it, it is really important when we're listening to try not to personalize because if you, if you personalize what you're listening to, you're just, like you said, building that perception of, of the conversation.
1: You know, I also notice too, it, individuals have a, have a difficulty in listening because they take it on as themselves of judgment. So they see where they're falling short, where, when they're listening to somebody, you know, they may be effectively working through things and that other person is thinking they're judging me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. And that other individual, that's not what they're saying at all. They're just sharing their experience. However, that other individual is is interpreting it themselves and and picking up and deflecting them because then they start getting, you know, kind of resentful or, you know, their speaking skill ends up coming off as kind of attacking or having a a snarky um, feel to it. That ends up putting the other person on the defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're going to start with a good conversation, and it can lead to again down the toilet. You know, I think
0: what is really hard for a lot of people is to express themselves. And when you're when you struggle to express yourself, the last thing you need is to be interrupted and when you struggle to express yourselves, it takes you a while to get those thoughts out. And if you have someone that's on the other end of that, that's listening, that's interrupting, or they're not validating that your feelings are real, or they're trying to solve it for you, or just brushing or or dismissing like, oh, it's just, just do this, or, You know, just ignore it or, you know, just giving that little just brush it away type. That means, you know, that that speaker is not getting that gift of listening. And one of one of the hardest things for someone that, you know, wants to express themselves is to 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 be shut down that way. And when when we're listening, if you are an active or a deep listener you're picking up on things that go far beyond the conversation. If you're really practicing the skill of active listening and deep listening, that means you're picking up on language patterns that they're using. Like I always talk with my parents that I'm, I'm working with their kids, and I'm talking to the parents about, you know, what are, what's the kids saying? Like what are, what are some of the language patterns they're using? What are some of the word choices they're using? Are you paying attention to that? Do you hear that in conversation? What are they not saying? What are they omitting? You know, and and I think that's really important that when you are trying to become a good listener or you want to be that good listener, it's really about noticing what they're, you know, everything in the conversation that's not being said in context. You know, really observing the body language, really observing... You know are they constantly using that word can't are they constantly using words that are negative words that are limiting words or are they using words that are talking in the future where they have goals they have plans they have you know motivation to move themselves forward and you can learn a lot in a conversation just by hearing what's not being said or hearing word certain words or language patterns you can also the body language will tell you so much in a conversation but you have to put yourself in a listening space to notice those things and so when you're in a relationship that's not working and you're constantly arguing and you're constantly just at each other's throats my question is always what are you listening for what are you hearing and when you start Diving into that, that's when you can really start to understand, ah, I didn't notice they were saying that. Well, I've said it over and over. Oh, I guess I didn't hear you. Well why? Because I think you know, when we're trying to listen, it's really we're trying to understand the nonverbal, the verbal, and and everything in between.
1: I agree. You know, I, I was thinking about one of my clients when you were talking about, and uh, I will share this, this podcast with, with them because that was very valuable information that you just gave. You know, one, one thing I'd like to add, if I may, is that when we go into effective you know, listening with others, oftentimes we can add value by helping them go into a deeper level For understanding for themselves Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so you know what I'm hearing from my you know my perspective is that you're having difficulties with this is that correct well yeah that is correct you know would you would you like to me to give you some ideas of what I'm thinking might be helpful sure so, it, you know, in that, you know, not giving the solicited feedback without asking permission, because that's going to put somebody on the defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, you know, offering them some ideas, if if you look at them being stuck, but ask permission for, it's a level of respect. And the other thing that I loved when you were talking about your kiddos and working with your kiddos and, and the kiddos' parents is one thing that oftentimes in listening, you know, we we often talk about in coaching, mirroring, okay? And so, you know, if we look at um, how somebody else is engaging with us, okay? And we don't like it, you know, looking at ourselves, are we mirroring that back? You know, are are we also uh, doing that? Because, you know, what? people pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and they'll come your back. They'll meet you where you are. And, you know, taking the judgment out. And so, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, this was a, is a great topic, you know, because it does build stronger relationships. And more valuable relationships. And we become more likable people want to be around us they value us more we do have more worth people feel safe around us any other thoughts
0: yeah i was just thinking about this video that i showed the class and it's called the it's not about the nail and you know and and it's just a short quick little video book I think it's on YouTube it's called I think it's called it's not about the nail and this lady has a nail in her head and the husband is like she's talking about all this pain she has and he's like well you've got this nail in your head she's like it's not about the nail and it just it it is such a good video to explain you know how we are sometimes in relationships you know because we care so much about people so we just want to help but sometimes we confuse listening with solving and you know husbands out there sometimes your wives they just want you to listen they don't want any feedback they just want that listening ear they want you know they less feedback more listening and you know i i think that's an important point uh because it's not about the nail it's about the listening and you know when you're listening it's about being present it's really about not being distracted you know i always say I always tell my, my students, you know, if you're going to practice, really practice with the people around you, because listening is such a skill. I chose, I always tell them, choose the hardest person to listen to. You know, one of my neighbors, he, he would just talk and talk and talk, but the thing about it was, I talked so fast, and he talked so slow, and he was the best person to teach me how to listen, because i had to use the power of the pause with him and we haven't talked about that yet And the power of the pause if you want to really practice listening practice the power of the pause because a lot of speakers take a pause when they're speaking especially speakers that are a lot slower like my neighbor he's really slow at talking and he always takes a great pause between sentences well i used to just jump in and i would and this was before two years ago. I would jump in and I would just give him my story, like what's going on in our yard and things like that, because we'd always talk across the fence. He was never done with this thought. And I didn't recognize that until I started really recognizing the power of the pause. So when people are speaking, pause for five, ten seconds before you jump in. Because you never know when the speaker's done. And if you don't allow that space for that power of the pause, then you might not get the whole story. When you interrupt them, that's just going to derail their thoughts. Well, in coaching, it's really about listening. Because if we jump in, we might not get all the information that we need. And that's so true in relationships, too. Because we're so quick to jump in sometimes that we don't allow that speaker to stop We don't allow them to finish and I think that's super important, but being present turning your phone off not interrupting Asking those follow-up questions making good eye contact I think those are all good things to practice, but the power of that pause I think is so so important and You know pick somebody you know pick your friends and your family to practice the skill of listening with because for me That is one of the quickest things. It is a pet peeve of mine when people struggle to listen. Because I've I've realized in my life now that when I'm not listening, it creates frustration and disappointment in my relationships. And so practicing listening is so important. But I'm also going to say this. The other piece, I, I think listening and communication are your number two frustrations and relationships if you're not a good listener you're probably not a good communicator the communication piece is so important too it's giving all the details it's making sure you give enough information we omit a lot of things when we're talking I do it Carissa does it we all do it but when you omit things it also it causes that gap in understanding and so if you're not a good listener and you're not asking those clarifying questions to get more details and understand, that's where you create your own perception. So listening is I think the most critical skill. And I always tell my students too, be honest when you're not listening. When I'm outside and Chris is talking to me and I'm like already distracted, maybe I'm on my phone or something, and she'll say something, I'll be like, Okay, I'm sorry. I I am I totally wasn't listening. Can you please repeat repeat that? I think it's okay to be honest when you're not listening. Not all the time. Don't don't you know be distracted all the time, but when you're honestly distracted and you didn't pick up on it, you know and, and maybe you need verbal cues. Like I, I've told Krista before, like, hey, i my mind is all over the place all the time. I'm always thinking about something. Address me by name. Hey Steph. Before she speaks to me and that tunes my ear in. And so learning little things about yourself, learning little things about the people around you, I think will help you become a better listener.
1: Absolutely. May I I please uh, wrap around to that power of pause? Yeah. You know, if people find themselves identifying that, you know, I'm feeling impatient or I want to get my thought out, though, that's a good indication that you need to use skill of power to pause. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're, we're thinking, Oh, come on, just get it out already. <laughs> that, that is, that's a, you know, Oh, my God, you know what we've been, we've been at this for 20 minutes, when are they going to be done? Okay. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, part of effective listening is being respectful. You know, if you don't have the time and you know that person is maybe a longer-winded person like myself, you know, and you you know that you might not have that time, might have a small window and they may need a little bit more time of yours, be respectful and say, Hey, you know what? I only have a really short window, and you know what, what you have to say is very valuable and I want to be interested. However, right now. I really don't have the time. Can we schedule this? Yeah, that's a great suggestion. And, you know, another thought that I had is, you know, when we're, we're identifying of the, the, the thought of wanting to fix whatever the person is talking about, of, you know, taking that d- deeper dive and step back and get into curiosity and ask the person, what is it exactly that you need in this moment? Let them think. Let them give you the answer instead of you having your own perspective of what you would need and thinking that they want the same. Mm-hmm. Because again, we're going to run into misunderstandings. And so those were kind of my last thoughts of, you know, being respectful, find that we're. Feeling impatient, and also asking somebody, "What is it that you need?" Great suggestions. So, any, I'm excited about uh, a couple of topics that we're going to have next week. If if I may bring those up, yeah, go for it. You know, the one of them is going to be kind of explaining coaching. And how that works with, you know, finding out the importance of the who am I. So how we work through and navigate and team up um, to help our individuals kind of take a deeper dive and in understanding. And as we brought up on a previous podcast, uh, when we were talking about radical acceptance of manifestation, and are we manifesting in a positive way or subconsciously? are we manifesting in a negative way? Mm-hmm. I love that. And uh, so those are two that, you know, Steph and I are really excited about um, to bring to the table. And as always, if any topics that maybe you're struggling with, or, you know, have a friend that's struggling with, um, or re- in relationships, reach out, we'd love to do a podcast on it.
0: Anything else you want to add, Stacy? before we uh, end
1: this? The only thing I want to uh, share is go out and smile and be kind.
0: And do better, be better, and treat people better.
1: See you next time.
0: Bye. Bye.